are back. This Again. is episode seven of the Earful Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kate, always and forever joined by... Always and forever. We have it on recording now. I'm Patrick. And uh, in a legal document that we signed before our wedding <laughs> that says, you're stuck with me, kid. <laughs> the wording is a little different, but yes, yes the exactly sentiment what it said. is the same. That was our vows, too. You're, You're stuck, stuck with, with me, me, kid. Forever and ever. So we're back with Trip Report Part 2. Boy, I, I hope I remember. So much has <laughs> happened since then. We've actually been to another major city How about that? in between recording How about last that? week and this week. So we're going to uh, get into the second half of our trip, which we did not get to share last week because of our length of our show. We just got to talking, and by the time we were done, it was already an hour in. So Oops. we decided to cut it short and just make it two parts. Maybe it'll be three. Who knows? Who knows? We might go off the rails today. Uh, but first things first, let's attend to some housekeeping. We had a question of the week this week, and that was, what are your Disney World pet peeves? Mine's, mine's coming. I'm saving mine. You're going to save yours? I'm saving okay, mine. Okay, cool. <gasps> Sherry L. said, all of those damn scooters drive me crazy. Yeah, the scooters are a problem. Krista C. said, bag check. Please open that large bag and have it ready to be inspected. I got to get to the park. Mm-hmm. Captain Jim. We salute you. People walking without looking where they're going or texting using their phone reading a guide map, or looking at something in the other direction. Yep. Which yep. I've been guilty of many times. I'm sorry, yep. Captain. And then finally... Along with that yeah. uh, uh, are people that will walk in the middle of somebody taking a photo. So, like, families are in a photo, and people are just I, like, do, 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 do. I feel dragged right now. <clears throat> yeah, you should. I feel like you're coming at me a little too hard. <laughs> do you know how many times on this trip I had to pull Kate by the back of the shirt and go, lot. no! It was a lot. Um, and then be Mitch, aware of your surroundings. I am. Mitch C also said, "People walking slow, yeah. get out of the way." They're similar to mine, but they're not exactly mine. Yeah, I, I, I think mine is the bubbles, the oh, bubbles that, from that drove you nuts. Just, I mean, well, we were at Animal. Ki- were we talking about that today? Animal Kingdom, when the little boy in front of you with the bubbles. We were watching oh, Rivers of Light, gosh. the new, the new version of the show, and and the kid is directly in front of me, and I'm, you know what? They're fun. Ha- let the kids have a good time. But I, I'm always amazed by the lack of awareness of parents when their kids are doing something like that yeah. and there's a lot of people around yeah. like yeah. blowing directly into my face or with these bubbles. just around i mean you're 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 sitting amongst a hundred people be a little more aware yeah what else do we have that are pet peeves anything mm. you know i'm just gonna do it what's that i'm just gonna do it what? all right so along with captain jim and mitch c that, that's kind of my same thing I, I I get really irritated when people in the parks are walking so slow and you can't get by them. Or my biggest one is when they decide to stop wherever they are. Just stop. In the middle of the walkway yep. to have a conversation. There's hundreds of people trying to like funnel around them and they have no awareness that people are like uh, trying to bend their bodies to move around them. No awareness. They just stand there and talk or I have to get something out of the stroller. So I'm going to park the stroller in the middle of the sidewalk and I'm going to dig in the stroller for half an hour. Oh my gosh. Or, Oh, I can go on. Just people, people just really drove me nuts on this trip. Um, this is a very small pet peeve. This is, this is super like almost not even a pet peeve, but with the new bag check system is that, I would say 75% of the time we went to the parks, I had a wristlet and it was not considered a bag. So right. we, went, we went right through the, the no bag line. Cause at the one time the officer was like, no, that's a bag. And, but he did let us he go in the relent. end. But like you get so used to being like, this is, this is the no. protocol. This is what we're doing. And, and now uh, we're going to make you wait. I, in line. I hear you. And I appreciate your, you pee pee, like but I'm not peeve. done. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
You really got you wound these up. These people that just they 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 walk and they stop and they they stop right in the middle. I just I don't get it. I don't understand it. What is the point? Or they they speed up and go ahead of you and then they slow down and you're like you just like ran in front of me to slow down. Oh, I, I just don't. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. So everybody out there, <laughs> wow. I need you all to be aware of your surroundings. Please. Just take note of where you are and whose lives you're impacting when you stop. And this goes with driving. Don't pass me going 100 miles an hour and then get in front of me and go 40. Oh. Or if there's no... Oh, oh my okay. God. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm oh done. My, my mic's short. I'm turning my mic off. I'm done. I'm done. I also don't appreciate when people try to get into their fast pass an hour before their window. <laughs> and then you hear the cast member go, you yeah, you're, you're about 60 minutes too early. <laughs> uh, come back in an hour. Oh, anyway. Mm-hmm. Got to shout out some people, as always. We want to say hello to Jacob and Emmett again. Yeah. They are the offspring of the Mugshot podcast, and they are our devoted listeners, and they're huge celebrities. They're a big deal, guys, so if you ever see them, get their autograph, because they're a big deal. <laughs> we are so happy you guys listen. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And then on to our ear fans of the week, we'd like to shout out Rope Drop Radio. We've been following them on Instagram, and they also have an amazing podcast, and they have the coolest Instagram right now. They've had like the summer of their lives. They've been on a Disney World tour, and I've had a lot of fun following along with their travels on Instagram. They've been to London, Disneyland Paris, a Disney cruise, Barcelona, and all their pictures are just so much fun to watch and give their show a listen for sure. Go check them out at Rope Drop Radio on Instagram. Great name. Yeah. We also, this is exciting, we also debuted this past Saturday a way for you to get your voice heard on our show. We now have a voicemail line. How have I not abused that? I haven't told you till now. It's <laughs> how you have not abused it. If you call us at 814-314-9482, you can leave us a voicemail with your thoughts or questions for the show. And let's be positive, okay? Don't tell us yes. how much we, we're terrible we are. We please. can't guarantee we're going to feature all the voicemails, but right now we don't have any. So, <laughs> so we can't feature them, yeah. Chances are pretty good. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, I did not put this in the show notes because I wanted to surprise Patrick, but listener TJ was uh, Don't brilliant. Make Don't make me angry. I'm not. He was brilliant to point out this week that with the new release of The Lion King, mm. they have um, redone Be Prepared. What? And <laughs> after a first listen... What is Bob Disney thinking? It, it, it's not great. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, it's not great. So my not my logic... It was not great to begin with. That you're going to love this new version. <laughs> I'm going to love it. Meanwhile, I'm over here hating it, so please, Patrick, take a listen. Mufasa has always shown too oh, much dear. restraint when it comes to hunting. Now that's Chewie Tell Eligio for. Who? <laughs> Chewie, what now? The mighty will be free to take whatever they want. Was he on the Millennium Falcon? He was not. never Mufasa's far too powerful. Far too powerful. I assume Mufasa that's a hyena. Yesterday's message. So like, right? It's just not. Madam Librarian. <laughs> oh my god! It is like Madam Librarian. <laughs> what can I say, Madi? A clapped out, distracted. What can I do, Madi? To make Mufasa's ear. I love you madly, Madam Madam Rafikian. Well. And, like, he mostly speaks, sings it. 
Oh, well, keep going, please. Well, I want to get to like the good part. Oh, you think like a good part? You think like the bass is gonna drop and the marimba is gonna come in and it's gonna be that that dun 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 dun. Full prepare for the coup, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Almost yeah. disco esque. I see, I see it. I'm, I'm going for it. My vision is clear and wide ranging, oh. and dun, even dun, dun, encompasses you. So prepare. Just to me, it sounds like like oh, an I, army, a military march. I'm waiting for the good part. There's no good part. Come on now. There's Keep no going. good part. Where's the, where's, the, where's the hook? Hit me with the hook. <laughs> Does DJ Khaled come in? Hit me with the hook. <laughs> Let me scream my name. Tenacity spanning. Decades of denial. It's simply why I'll be king. Undisputed. And like... Uh, you gotta keep going. I, I know. Hang on. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Oh my be God. Prepared. Be prepared. Like that, that's the new... What is Bob Disney thinking? <laughs> God, it's terrible. Now I will not be able to go see this movie without hearing Madam Librarian. <laughs> Marion the Librarian in Be Prepared. So Patrick, do you like this or hate this? Uh, so far, I'm loving it. Keep I going. can tell Keep you. Going. I can a little bit more, a little nope, more. No, we have to move on to the uh, news more, clips. One more, Nope, we have to move on to the news clips of the week. This is the Global Broadcasting Service, serving remote outposts since 1928. First in the parks. In Magic Kingdom, the Tomorrowland sign mysteriously was removed overnight. Mwahaha, be prepared. So now all of a sudden, (laughs) when you walk into the park now and you go to turn right, the sign for Tomorrowland's gone, but an eagle-eyed viewer noticed on the Disney Parks app if you look at the map, that there is a brand new sign, very sleek and streamlined, but that sign is currently not there yet. <laughs> so an eagle-eyed person saw the sign that's mm-hmm. not there. They on must the be, Disney Parks They app. must be very, very eagle-eyed. No, no, I mean, they saw it on the Disney Parks app, oh, which is not in real life. Do okay. you know what I'm saying? I see it. So that was interesting because that that's, I mean, I've, I haven't been there. I've only been to Disney in the past, like, four or five years, but... That's just weird that they would take that down. I guess they're they're trying to start to retheme Tomorrowland. Tom, okay, you realize you called it Tomorrowland. Yeah. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. The sign was from the seventies. It yeah. had to go. I know, but it's just so iconic, you know. Uh, this is a fun one from the Animal Kingdom. A Disney contractor this week got trapped. In a deep hole. Timmy's in a well. <laughs> in the animal kingdom. Timmy's Timmy, in the well. Timmy's in the well. Lassie go. Is Lassie Disney? I don't think so. No. I, um, heavens, I don't know. Um, he was trapped. To Google. He was trapped after the ground collapsed from underneath him, fall, causing him to fall into a deep hole. It took firefighters ninety minutes to free him from a pile of dirt within the hole. His leg was trapped up to his thigh. Oh boy! Um, he was not hurt, but was taken to the hospital as a precaution. Um, <laughs> Only in the animal kingdom, I guess. Um, and that's part of our news this week, so you can tell it was kind of a slow news week. <laughs> you want to buy some merchandise? So uh, I love Funko Pops, if you didn't already know that. And this week we learned that there are going to be, there's going to be a Funko Pop featuring the Sanderson sisters from the movie Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Have you seen Hocus Pocus? A thousand times. A thousand times. Because of you. Are you no, I, I, I'm not a big proponent of the film. I know people that are bigger fans than me. You're a huge fan of No, the, I'm not. Halloween, you go nuts for that movie. I go nuts for Halloween, but I, I don't think that I'm a huge Hocus Pocus. You Clue, quote it. Clue is not. You quote no, Hocus Pocus. No, I don't. Pocus. Oh, maybe that wasn't you. 
Who are you thinking no, actually, of? Actually, I do think it was you. What other podcast are you doing? Oh boy. Oh boy. This is awkward. So you're gonna get the three sisters uh circling around a cauldron that is boiling with a green substance. So if you're a Funko <laughs> fan, go buy that thing. And, and you have to be a Disney fan as well. And Disney fan. Um in the world of resorts, the Grand Destino Tower opened at Coronado Springs this week. So this is a the tower that they've been working on for over a year now, that it was it was in construction last year when I stayed there at Coronado Springs, and now it is done and ready for visitors. And what would the purpose of the tower be? The tower is primarily for Disney Vacation Club members. Is there, there are rooms in it? It's yes. not just like a tower? Nope, it's it's like a hotel. Oh, okay. Yep, right. hotel tower. Got it. Um, the tower has 545 guest rooms, including 50 suites and club-level services, a grand two-story lobby, meeting venues, lounges, and a rooftop restaurant with spectacular views. Some of the dining options include Toledo, Tapas Steak and Seafood, and the Dahlia Lounge, which is located on the 16th floor of the tower. If you go out to Lago Dorado, which is Lake Dorado, you can find the new Three Bridges Bar and Grill, which is an open-air waterfront restaurant, which we have covered in a prior episode. Patrick, you hungry? Let's talk about food. The Bayou Brunch is now available at the House of Blues in Disney Springs. The brunch, according to the article I read, will feature uh, Southern fare uh, with items like biscuits and gravy, omelets, jalapeno and cornbread, and a carving station with roast beef and ham. And uh, again, this is located at the House of Blues um, in Disney Springs. We are huge fans of margaritas. And now at the Polynesian (laughs) Resort, you can get a lime Dole Whip margarita, which looks very tasty. Uh, The Dole Whip margarita is available at the Barefoot Pool and Bar. There's nothing sacred. Nothing is sacred. What what do you mean? Dole Whip. I mean, they're messing with Dole Whip. First of all, you got that hat that looks awful and that... (laughs) That one last week that you the picture you showed me that hat oh the, the reds the reds revenge yeah don't well, mess with the Dole Whip well you know this, what this no pet peeve no pet peeve don't mess with Dole Whip are you a Dole Whip purist kinda yeah well um, in this drink you're going to get lime flavoring instead of the classic pineapple tossed in with some tequila the drink costs twelve fifty and includes a tahine rim, oh. a spicy chili lime seasoning. You know what would be good? What's that? You put the lime in, in the, the coconut, coconut and do, mix do, it do, all together. The lime in the coconut. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Madam Librarian. <laughs> Let's talk about some Star Wars stuff. Okay. We got news this week that the Rise of the Resistance ride is going to be opening in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Walt Disney World before... Disneyland. Oh boy, there are going to be upset people about this. Yeah, I so the ride. I'm not Canadian, everybody. No, the ride is going to open on December 5th for Disney World, and not until January, the wow. middle of January, for Disneyland. Now, is that due to complications, or is that just I, the way it is? I don't know, but what's been interesting is that as I've been reading and listening and hearing the the reactions to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge have not been 100 percent positive. Correct. Um, I think people were upset that the second ride was not ready. And there, obviously, like when it was super busy, um, we had a friend that traveled and she said it was very disappointing because, you, yeah, you could go in and look at the stuff and you could go and possibly grab a drink if you were lucky enough to get into some of the restaurants and, and quick service locations. But that it was just kind of walking around and, and it, she just kind of felt like it didn't seem quite ready. Hmm. 
So I'm anxious to see if Disney World's is any different, if it's the exact same thing. Is the thumbprint in Disneyland the same as Disney World? Do they use as much land on both side both coasts that would be something to explore we should do an episode uh, i'd be curious on on that if it's just you know because I, I know that the problem with disneyland in california is that there's not a lot of land correct and i know that you're a huge fan of soft openings so we <laughs> you're always asking about soft openings um platinum platinum plus and premier annual pass holders are going to be able to register for special free preview opportunities before the official opening on august 29th the same will go for cast members and their guests so jim Captain. we are your we could be your guest in late august if you wanted to bring us but other than that we're not we're not quite sure when they're going to have um the official soft opening um, or if it's just going to be the previews for the, the pass holders. There was a video this week that I found where um, they were surprising employees mm-hmm. and telling them that they were going to be working Star Wars Land and Walt Disney World. And so the video would start with them like surprising like a, someone with a broom and saying, we have this for you. And they would hand them a box, and inside would be a medal from the Rise of the Resistance. And these workers would just like burst into tears. Yeah. They were so excited. Yeah. Like, you know, congratulations, you're going to be working in the land. And they would just cry. They would just cry. And last but not least, uh, into the parks and beyond, we have some news about Disney Cruise Line. It was voted the best cruise line in the world. It's earned a world's best ranking. Congratulations. Congratulations. And if you ever want to go on a Disney cruise, I can help you book it. I've actually always wanted to. Mm -hmm. That's like my next big, well, I don't know. I feel like Disneyland might be a little bit above going on a cruise because the cruises are so expensive. Yeah. Um, I think, I think when we, uh, you're an agent, you don't, you shouldn't say that. I have to be honest. I will, I will never lead my guests astray and my clients astray. It is expensive. I think for two people on a seven day cruise, it's about $5,000 if a little bit under maybe, but we can do Disney world much easier on, on more of a budget had if we needed to, but the cruises I've heard time and time again are just stellar. And, um, everybody I've talked to has just said that the level of service and the cleanliness and the food are just at a different tier. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to finish up our trip report talking about our visits to Hollywood studios, Disney Springs and beyond. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Hey, my name's Paul, and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I'm not an animal expert either. And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints. Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal. But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture. And we talk about whether or not that animal would make a tasty dish, and how intelligent we think it is on the scale of 1 to 10. It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. Except with more poo jokes. New episodes go live every Thursday wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Or you can visit us at blazingcariboustudios.com. <laughs> Varmints! Varmints! <laughs> <laughs> and we are back and we're ready to finish up our trip report with a little bit of news about Hollywood Studios, Disney Springs, and beyond. So, Patrick, take it away. You know, I read an article recently. (laughs) After that perfect setup. (laughs) Swing and a miss. miss. (laughs) (laughs) I know, this has been bugging me. This has really been bugging me. Go for it. All right. Do you know what Bob Disney gets paid? (laughs) 
Uh, a lot of boogers. He gets a lot of money. Bob Disney makes a poop ton of money. So we're just going to say, I, see, I thought Bob Disney was this fictitious character you created <laughs> for the sake of doing some armchair imagineering. <laughs> All right. But he's actually like what you think Bob Iger sounds oh, like. Oh, that's right. That's his name, Bob Iger. Okay. So, yeah. okay. Let's just, I think I think Bob Disney is your own creation. Well, then he makes a lot of more money. How much money does Bob Iger make? Oh, Bob Iger, he makes uh, 60 million a year. I'm going to, sorry, oh, I'm going to say that again. 60 is he million. In a, is he an Avenger? <laughs> Has he been in several movies? I believe he's been dusted a couple times. Oh hey! God. Zing! Yeah, what, I don't know what, that what, means. what on earth could you possibly do to warrant sixty million dollar paycheck? Apparently, uh, make some crappy uh, movies uh, without original ideas. Oh my god! How about that zing? Oh man, I'm zinging like crazy. Uh, Thanks so, yeah. for bringing that up. I really want to talk about my trip now. <laughs> so uh, we started the day. Um, what day was this? Like day three. This was day three. This was the Saturday that we were there, which we was started, the 29th. We started, you escorted me quickly into um, the Toy Story Land. That's right. Uh, we, we went at rope drop. We weren't quite there for no. the actual rope drop. No, we did not quite see a rope. Because the, the buses were really kind of behind this time. Yeah, those um, buses fall totally, yeah. Uh, and our app was not working half the time with the bus times. Right. So I blame Bob Disney. Sure. So we ended up going uh, straight to Woody's Lunchbox, which you had said to me was probably going to be like really, really busy because the last time you were there, it was really, really busy. It was really, really busy. This was last time it was at lunchtime. This and, was early and it was on. relatively new in the yeah when it was open. Yeah. Uh, so when we went there, uh, it was we didn't wait in line. We walked right in. We had ourselves a nice little breakfast type sandwich. Yeah, it was okay. I wouldn't say it was. I do that again. It was it was good value for what we were doing. I think that we actually used a quick service. We did that time, and we actually got an adult lemonade. <laughs> we did at like nine o'clock in the at morning. My urging, I said, "Well, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it." Oh, she urges, and I fought for a while, and then I thought, "No, I'm not gonna fight." So we had like like a turkey, like a turkey with cheese uh, on wheat or toast something so many it things. was toast yeah do you um, smell toast i smell toast <laughs> my tongue is to my right side anyway uh so we as we sat and ate we admired the people waiting in line for slinky dog dash which had now stretched stretched mm-hmm. uh almost to the entrance of the park i mean it was the wait time when we got there was already 80 minutes yeah and it increased by probably 20 minutes when and we I were there th- i have a theory about that what's that i i think that they don't you know how in lines they have the ability to get more people in line by like opening up some doors and making the people wind around extra things? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. I think that sometimes they don't open those up mm-hmm. so that you can, it would appear to be a really long line. So, like, if I walk in the park and see people like walking at like in line down the street, I'm gonna be like, whoa, that's a long line. To that's, get you to think to not go right. to it. I'll come back oh, later. Okay. It's a really long line. I'll or you can later. just look at your My Disney Experience app and go, yes, that is a long line. Right. But as you know, we went back later and it was 120 minutes and the line was shorter. I don't know how that works. I, I'm explaining Unless it they you. were tinier people. So maybe that was it. <laughs> so we did not, we watched the people for a while. And then as we were watching them, watching? the green army men appeared. Oh, this is one of my new favorite things to watch. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. March of the empire. Oh. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me feel bad. <laughs> Welcome the green army guys. And they came uh, with some hula hoops and some balls and well, they, they marched out and they selected some kids for their, their recruitment show. Right. There's two variations on the green army show. One is with children or childlike 
adults. And the other is with, they, they come out as like a, a drum line. Right. This was the, the former. Correct. And it, yeah. they were delightful. They're, they're allowed to talk. Their faces are no longer covered like they used to be in Pixar Place. Did they? Yep. Now that they are just face painted. And it was very delightful to see a female army officer. Yes. Uh, yes, I yes. can't say no because I'll get hang- angry mail. You don't ever look. No, to I, do- <laughs> I didn't. I didn't feel or look this <laughs> like time. Like the shaman of songs, you don't. You didn't look at her gender. You don't see gender. No, I just thought he was a really high man to voice with the. Oh boy, a man with a really high voice. And then we did one of our favorite pastimes, and that's I don't know what I call this the the Orlando trifecta of shooting games. Oh. All right, we're going to talk uh, about this. We're going to we talk went, about we this. Did, we did Midway Mania next. Yeah, and we'll talk as, about that. as you know, that's a shooting game. And uh, For those of you who don't know. The winner. You sit in a car. And still champion. And you pull back on a little string and you get to shoot things. And there's points. There's a whole point system involved. Is me. And Kate has the ability with her <laughs> gigantic hands. <laughs> her jumbo hands. Uh, to pull back on the trigger very quickly and thus beat my buns. Um, I think it has something to do with aim and strategy and, you know, that has more to do with it. All right. And how fast you can pull the trigger. Whatever. But she won. I will hand this one to her. I won. You won. I won. And it was a very impressive win. You you won the car. I won. I usually win the car. Oh, here we go. It was My very goal impressive. is to win like of the week or of the month. Yeah, that's not going to That's never going to happen because yeah. there are people out there that that's Study all it. they do. They go there and they they hope to get the perfect score. We'll talk about part two of that story a little bit later. Yeah, we will. Uh, we did the normal. We went to go see Kylo Ren and we met and Gretchen. And what did you say the first time you met Kylo Ren this time? The first time? Oh, I said, hey, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? And he like immediately said, I, I don't recognize that name. He had that pre-programmed. Yeah, I believe if he had some things programmed to say differently, he would have at that point. He was not very happy with I always you. love that meet and greet. Yeah. That's so much fun. We went over to Rock and Roller Coaster, which... Uh, One of my favorites. I think when we were there, we had a very, also a very long line. Because, no, that was later on, maybe, when they no. had shut down one of the lines. And they were putting everybody through Fast Pass or something like that. I don't remember. But our, our time was, was fine. Our wait wasn't that long. Yeah. Except I was very disappointed nobody yelled, let's give them backstage passes. That's right. That's built into the script. That's right. And nobody said it. Nobody yelled it. Usually somebody in the audience says it. It's usually the, the cast member. I know, but usually there's people who have done the ride so many times, everyone knows the right, line. Yeah. Nobody said it. It was really weird. And I, it was funny because like every single time we've done it and the cast member yells it, they always yell it in the most apathetic way possible. <laughs> so much that passes. That you're like, who just said that? Like, who just yelled that? And now I figured out this time it's the cast member because it wasn't said. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very bizarre. And then after that, we had the chance to see the brand new Lightning McQueen show, which is right next to Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah. Not a, not a fan, no, Patrick? No. No. Now, it, it was nice. There's a talking car, and <laughs> it's great, and it's all very Well, let's set it up slick. a little bit better than that. Go ahead. So as you soon as it. you leave Rock and Roller Coaster, there used to be a gate that closed off the area behind it which is where people would be taken if they had to leave the park very quickly. It's where the minivans would pick you up. The minivans, excuse me. And this has all been rethemed to have a courtyard, and it has um, Cruz Ramiro, 
and then another car called that DJ. Would, they were enemies. They were enemies in film one. Now yeah. they're friends. Yeah. And you can do a meet and greet with them. They don't do anything. They, they don't, don't say anything. No, they just don't know. They, they need somebody there. in a room somewhere like doing the ka-chow and hey. That's not those nice, cars, though. Nice face or something. But no, <laughs> nice they don't face. have anything. They need something. <laughs> You're just sitting there. All of a sudden, the car is like, I'm going to play some music. And play some music. And they have a playlist that's about two, two hours. hours long. That's what we've, we've, we've our, learned. As our friend told us. that the No playlist, names. No names. Nope. No names. Well, Captain Jim. What? No names. What if Bob no Disney knows. hears? He's not going to. He's too busy counting his money oh, and diving into it like a Scrooge McDuck pit. <laughs> anyway, they then, um, if you go through the courtyard, it's a very small courtyard. There are a bunch of umbrellas that are set up so that while you're waiting for the show to start, you can stay cooler in the sun. And then once the show is done, the doors open and you are ushered into a big not a, I would even call it an auditorium. It's a hall with benches and they're all on the same level. Yep, and you, if you, it doesn't sound entertaining, it wasn't. <laughs> it's, okay, it... I did not enjoy it. It's great for kids. It's a combination projection show with the Lightning McQueen car. Yeah, okay. And he, it, it's impressive to watch because it's partially projection. It's someone moving him, obviously backstage, the wheels and stuff. <laughs> it's like a puppeteer? Round round. So yes. There's a guy in the suit? Mm-hmm. Yes, he's huge. <laughs> And the whole... Are we interrupting your meal? I'm taking... I'm, I'm actually eating right now. <laughs> the whole conceit about it is that Lightning McQueen's going to show you his simulator. Oh, boy. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> and um, um, his his arch nemesis um, chick comes and, like, he puts a bug into the system and then Lightning has to prove Don't, that... Uh, spoiler alert. I'm just, I'm just saying this is, like, what happens. All right. And you see a bunch of, of characters that you know from the films on the projection screen. Get her done. Right, Tomater. So you basically, I mean, come on. Lightning wins. <gasps> Shocking. You <laughs> ruin everything. You hush up. No more. Don't spoil it. There's... I'm, I'm not, but I'm just saying people people need to know. The people need to know what they're getting themselves now, into. Now, outside in the courtyard, in addition to meeting the two cars, <laughs> yeah. you also have a dance party, which we didn't see. No, thank God. I think if, <laughs> oh! if the show had any indication... There was a, what to expect. There was a dance party, and there were people that would come out and do the Lightning McQueen dance. Which which is what, Patrick? I will show you later. He's actually showing me right now, but you can't see it. This is on our Patreon page. <laughs> you want to see the extras? No, we, have, we don't even have one yet. No, not yet, but that's a great idea. Uh, so after we left that, we actually walked over towards the Tower of Terror. And shockingly, I've never seen this be this way. The Tower of Terror had a 120-minute standby wait. Which we found out why. We found out why. One of the shafts Uh-oh. in the ride I'm just talking was... about shaft, baby. <laughs> shaft! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> uh, one, of the, one of the main shafts in the ride was down, which meant that they were only operating with two cars Correct. instead of three. Four. Or four. Normally four. So the whole second half of the room was completely shut down. They weren't using it, um, which led to the huge wait times. And luckily, we were told that the fast pass gets priority. Yes. So, so luckily we had a fast pass um, for that. Cause it's one of my favorite rides and uh, nothing, nothing too spectacular except we had a great view of galaxy's edge. That's right. Yeah. Then we hit up a new place for lunch. We went to the ABC commissary, which was recently renovated. Renovated, not new, but renovated. Not, renovated. not new, and they added some new f- food items. And uh, we had the Mediterranean salad, and mm-hmm. it was surprisingly really good. What we have learned on this trip is go healthy because it's very delicious. Yeah, actually, that's very true. <laughs> um, it, the, the times that we had fresher, fresher meals, not fried, not fast food, we were we were happier yeah. with our lot. And I, 
you have so many options at Disney that it's easy to find healthy, fresh things. Mm-hmm. And and the commissary was air conditioned. It was very crowded. Very it crowded. was very hard to find a table, but um, I, I would definitely go back if oh, I, I would too. if I wanted to get something fresh again. Yep. So good job, ABC commissary. Then Patrick and I went back over to Toy Story Land and we rode Aliens Swirling Saucers with our Fast Pass. We didn't, did we get a one for that? Didn't we? Yes, we did. I think we, we didn't did. stand in line. Yeah, and the the wait was probably about forty minutes at this point, right? Which is typical for that ride. But if you've ridden the ride, it's not really worth it's, it. It's it's not worth standing in line more than an hour for. Oh gosh, no! I I was going to say that's my max is thirty minutes for yeah. that ride. I wouldn't stand any longer. But how did you think? I've already rode the ride. What did you think? Uh, it was as it looked, <laughs> if that makes sense. And there really wasn't much to it. You just kind of ride around, and there's a little wh- little whipping action, which is fun, but. Wow. Yeah, you whoa, you whoa indeed. Um, but no, but it was it was cool. Then we walked off that ride and we had the ability to meet Jesse. Jesse, our good friend Captain Jim. Don't say names. I, it's not. It's his pseudonym. Okay. Um, was working that day and was able to. Well, he didn't set up anything. We no, just, we, we just were, walked we just over to where line. he was working and stood in line. Yeah, I wouldn't get any perks. <laughs> and got to meet Jesse, and she's adorable. Zing, zing. Didn't get any perks. No, Captain Jim. No. This one's on you. <laughs> I guess I have to fall down and skid my knee to get any kind of perks from him. Go on. Yeah. Should I elaborate? No, no. Well, that's coming up later, isn't okay, it? Okay, I'll talk about it yeah. later. Yeah. So we met Jesse. Um, I will take a moment to say that the most popular meet and greet was Woody and Bo Peep. And we did not wait. We did not wait. And then Buzz was a close second. And it was that. 95 oh, with it was 110 hot. real feel. These poor, poor cast members. Yeah, it was hot. I mean, every day was in the, in the upper 90s. Terrible. So it was bloody hot for everybody involved. After the meet and greet, we went over to Frozen Ever After, and we had one of my favorite narrators of all time, um, Again, I, I don't know his name, but whenever I see him there, I just know that I'm in for a good time. And he milked the audience. He was so, yeah. so funny, so interactive. Uh, it's one of the best funny shows to go to. Yeah, and we had learned years ago that they were able to write that script and they were able to modify. They, the, the people yeah. that perform in it have some leeway. They have to get per, per, uh, permission to do anything, but they do have some leeway in that script. Yeah. It's very funny. They do a really nice job with that. We were told that like people will come through the show every now and then, and they'll say, "Hey, we have an idea. Can we try this out?" Yeah. And if they if it plays, it plays, and if it doesn't, they take, they it, take out. it out. So yeah. that's a pretty cool gig. Yep. Yeah. Then it was so hot that we decided to go back to our hotel to get ready for our evening, which included a dinner at Boma at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yep. So what I didn't realize about Animal Kingdom Lodge is that it's it's a pretty far piece away from everything else. Outside of the Animal Kingdom area, obviously, but it's set so far back, and it's so it's so surrounded by trees and foliage that you really truly feel like you're not a part of Disney World anymore. You right. feel like you're kind of out in the country. They do a great job with theming to make you feel like you really are in a different country. Almost, um, we went to the lodge, and Boma is situated in the bottom of the main lodge, and down a set of stairs, and there's a small waiting area um, right near the front entrance of the restaurant. And Boma is a buffet. So what I didn't anticipate was how crowded it was going to be. Crazy. It was basically like a big food court. Well, and I think they messed up because when they sat us, it feels like they sat 50% of the restaurant at the exact same time. Yes. Because when we first got there, there was no line for dessert. And food was like 
almost halfway through the restaurant. Yeah. And then when we got it for dessert, the line for dessert was halfway through the restaurant. So I think they screwed up something in the seating. It was it was as crowded as a food court in a value resort in on a morning at 8 a.m. Right. That was the kind of feeling I had was, oh, my God, everything is happening. It was noisy. Um, the ambiance was cool, though, because the lighting was a little dimmer. And like I said, it's in the bottom of the the main resort. And the windows look out to I think the pool and it, again it was it was surrounded by foliage and plant life um but just it was just busy it was very busy food was good food was excellent I will say that they, I, I feel like they had the best flavors mm-hmm. at this place very comparable to Tusker House in in the animal kingdom um the zebra domes did not disappoint those were some of the things on the dessert buffet that we knew we had to try because right. they're one of the most famous desserts in all of Disney World. Um, some bad parenting going on. <laughs> Tables very, very, very close together. Yeah. Um, if you are curious, it's cheaper for lunch. I would, I would be curious to see how busy it is for lunch. Um, and then right next door is Jico, which is a two credit meal and looked a lot quieter. Oh, heavens. Yes. There was <laughs> barely anybody quieter. there. They were begging people to come in the door. Yeah. The, I would like to try that sometimes. I really enjoyed the food there. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, for sure. Then we went and took the bus or we tried to take the bus back to Hollywood studios because we had a very special event planned for that night. Patrick Correct. went ahead and planned a star Wars galactic dessert party. Right. Which was in addition to our buffet. So keep that in mind <laughs> well, as we continue the story. When I booked it, it was to be a dessert and beverage. Mm-hmm. So I was okay going to dinner thinking, yeah, we'll eat a nice dinner and then we'll have a dessert. It will have a dessert. <laughs> we had many. Well, so, but before we got there, we, the, the, the one downside about the Animal Kingdom Lodge was the buses just don't, there's no buses. It took forever. I, I would say half an hour. Easily. Half, half an hour easily. And we were told that by cast members that deluxe hotels usually have a better turnover rate for buses, which was not true not this our, time. No, not our, not we had another, another um, at Wilderness Lodge. We had to wait yep. a long time for a bus going back to yeah. Magic Kingdom. So. Very frustrating. So we walked back into Hollywood Studios, and um, we, we walked down towards Star Wars Bay, and I, we, we checked in early. Thank goodness we did, because... Uh, <laughs> Star Wars <laughs> Bay, thank you. And we were escorted down where we got our lanyards that have the galactic dessert party on Very them. Very cool. And then when they meet and greet, where you can meet and greet Kylo Ren and Chewbacca, uh, there was some roped off area. Gave our name. We got ourselves a table, which actually was very far away in the corner, which yeah, was okay. But you could still see everything. And it was a buffet. <laughs> yeah. It was a dessert buffet. From one buffet to another. <laughs> we were stuffed. And there were alcoholic drinks as well. There was, there was like cheese and meat to start yeah, this buffet table. Yeah. And then four different types of tarts. Cupcakes. They had... Um, Oh, they had the freeze-dried mousse ice cream. Oh, yeah. They that had bread pudding. Phenomenal. They had ice bread cream sundaes. So um, enough so that by the time we were done, we, you could have rolled us out of yeah, there. We were stuffed. Probably had a, some type of diabetes by the time we were done. So then at one point, a couple of the stormtroopers come around and they greet each table. They, you know, thank you for your support of the... Uh, it's all very empire. Empire. Positive, yeah. Right, very positive empire, uh, which, of course, uh, Kate and I... Uh, like to have some fun with. So um, how how did you get in trouble? Um, I, oh, I said I I had, I wanted to know 
what I should do if I was looking for FN2187, oh, which is right. Finn that's right. from Force Awakens. And I was immediately <laughs> escorted over to see Kylo Ren. Yes, yes. We, we stood in line <laughs> to meet Kylo Ren, and the stormtrooper would not leave. Like, he was going to make sure that you got yeah. in that room. Mm-hmm. And so he stood there staring at you, and we tried to kind of engage him a little bit. And then... <laughs> Then I said, like, aren't you going to come in with me and get some brownie points? And then he cocked his his laser gun. His blaster. He cocked his blaster and he walked away. <laughs> so whoever that was, was that highlight. night, you were really funny. That was a highlight. And then we went and saw Kylo Ren again, and I immediately got down on one knee and pledged my fealty to his and worshipfulness. I, and I'm Patrick. I didn't do and anything. And Patrick didn't do anything. I just sat there and smiled. Uh, so then we came out and we got uh, escorted up to a very private viewing of the Star Wars, Star Wars uh, st- galactic experience, yeah. special phantasmic fireworks <laughs> display. Yes, but we also got a chance to see the brand new show, World of Animation, right? Which was first. Now I almost lost my marriage when I informed Miss Kate that this was going on because we were going to have to miss Phantasmic. I know it was a dark time in the theme household. Yes. Um, so we, so um, we made a deal. We would see that later in the week. So, uh, we got to see this wonderful, these wonderful shows. We had awesome seats. There was no, we were fighting nobody. It was great. It was a really great experience. I highly recommend, um, Hey, what would we pay for that? Seventy five a person. I think you it paid was. for it, so I don't know. I think it was seventy five a person. It's typical of of special add ons like that. It it was worth it. It was neat. It was really neat. We also got a free gift. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Which we were handed as we were going towards our reserved seating section, and that was like a Darth Vader mug his, and you, a plastic mug. Let's, yeah. let's and you you push on the button and his head pops open. Yeah. Yeah. So it's great for holding M and M's or mm-hmm. pencils or. Q-tips, cotton balls, I don't know, whatever you'd want. So we both got that. Um, I think that, I mean, the, the food was really good. The drinks were great. I think if you if you planned for it, you could get wasted. Oh, oh, <laughs> there is no doubt. Because we had literally like one and a half drinks because I was so full from dinner. Oh, I didn't want was, any more. Not, not only did they have the sweet mixed drinks, but they had beer and they had wine. wine. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, and the, the, again, the dessert was, was great. So we were exhausted by the end and of that day. And it was so nice not to have to fight the crowd to watch that show. It was really nice. So nice. And to get and two we sat shows down. out of it. We actually sat yeah. down. It was really great. It was worth the price itself. So as we left that night, happy and tired full. and full. We rolled out <laughs> of the park. Very full. We got a very special phone call from a very special friend, Captain Jim, whose magical bus was happening to go our way, and we got a, a magical car ride back to our resort. Yes, it was it was very nice. It was, it was awesome. Like a free Uber, basically. <laughs> then luckily, the next day, we had our Disney Springs Day, which it came at a perfect time. I find that two or three days of a park and then a day off is a very good formula so that you don't burn yourself out we had a little bit of pool time and then we went to the springs around 11 uh hit up vera bradley looked at some of the patterns there and then we had one of my favorite experiences of the entire trip which was lunch at morimoto asia hello moto hello moto so here's the scoop on this one if you go at dinner time, Morimoto Asia is a signature dining experience it costs two credits if you go at lunch it's only one credit so you get the the ambiance, the experience, the food at a one credit cost, and it is worth it. It's very worth the it. Food, everything is wonderful. Um, it's it's a beautiful atmosphere. There are two floors to the entire restaurant. Um, there, there's a small bar area as you walk in the main area beyond that, and then up a staircase 
we were escorted into like almost a closed off room that overlooked the main dining room. And if you go, make sure you check out the Guinness Book of World Records longest bar. That's true. That's right. It's the bar starts in the bottom and it wraps all the way around upstairs and loop de loops and everything. It's the longest bar. Yes. And uh, they have decorations that very much pay homage to the fishing villages. Yeah, the chandeliers were made out of recycled plastic from the ocean. Yeah, and they look cool. like jellyfish to begin with. And yeah. like I was like, I was like, do you know what this means? I'm like, they look like jellyfish. He's like, well, actually, they're, they're recycled, and they look like fishing nets. I'm yes. Like, oh. Yeah. They, and they look yeah. like jellyfish. And they look like jellyfish. Um, we had great cocktails here. They were they were very subtle but really tasty. And after having super sweet cocktails, it was a nice. Very break. very much so. I ordered the angry chicken, which was a creamy curry sauce with tempura fried bone-in chicken. I have no idea what I ordered. You had oh, the boribop, which was Chef Morimoto's Iron Chef. It was his winning dish. Yeah. And so brought to Patrick was a clay bowl oh, right. that was 500 degrees. Yes. And at, his, at the table side, our, one of our waiters prepared your boribop, which Including- was yellowtail. Yellowtail, including cracking a raw egg into it, into it, and then I watched it cook itself, and it was hot. <laughs> it was you really kept touching hot. the bowl, going ah. Yeah, I, I don't learn. Yeah, uh, followed up by a delicious, d- delicious dessert. You had um, some sort of mousse dessert that had, was layered with like chocolate and hazelnut, and it was delicious. And I had the Oriental dish churros, which was actually pretty good. <laughs> no, it was everything <laughs> was everything was delightful. We will do that again. Oh, absolutely. But I don't, would you do it for, for two credits, no. though? You always do it for one? I would do it for one again. Just because there's so many other things I want to try. Exactly. Yeah, good point. We shopped at Disney Style, got a really cool Haunted Mansion spirit jersey, uh, went to the brand new, well, it's not brand new, it's, again, renovated, but the Disney store in, in Disney Springs is finally done. It's humongous now, or it feels larger, because they basically took down most of the walls that would uh, segregate each room into themes, and now it's all open. And, and I, if you can't find something there, then then you're too picky, because yeah. everything is there. And I hate shopping. Sure you do. And I hate hot and being warm, mm-hmm. so I sat. <laughs> You sat. I did not shop. You were so good that I took you to Jock Lindsay's for a beer flight. And I love Jock Lindsay's. We went there um, because we love sitting out on the deck of the ship, which is next. It's like to the right of the restaurant. Not not so much that day because it was 95 degrees and there wasn't really a breeze going through. <sighs> no. So we had our beer and then we quickly had to go over to the void oh, for our VR so experience. Cool. So the void is a relatively new installation in Disney Springs that it's basically like laser tag, but way cooler. You're not actually against people though. Laser tag impl- implies you're fighting against people. Right. You, so you have a VR helmet on and you are going through um, different floors of the uh, of starship trying to uh, make your way out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, it, it's really neat. So you kind of, and there's things like you look up high and there's characters up high. It's all based off of Rogue One. It is. Yeah. Um, and so there's, there's there was one moment where you walk through and you walk in a room and there's blasters and you reach out and you grab a blaster. And if the whole thing is be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. And we had two people with us, a Dad and well, let's, let's, let's go back a little go bit. Ahead. Let's tell them how this was grouped together. So you're standing in line, and one of the employees comes out and says, okay, I, how many are in your group? Okay, follow me. And it looked like they were doing groups of four, 
And at one point they had two groups of four going together. And then for us, they pulled Patrick and I in, and then we were paired with a father-daughter pair. And they bring you into the first room. There's a, there's a very brief exposition set up that tells you what you're doing. One of my favorite moments was you get to pick your color for your stormtrooper. Okay, you get, right. get a little accent on your shoulder to distinguish who you are. And I think I picked yellow. And I look at Patrick, and he's like, I uh, picked green. I picked green. And I'm like, Patrick, that's black. No, it was green. It was totally black. Patrick is colorblind, FYI. But normally black is not a problem. No, but, but it was not green, <laughs> was, for sure. It was very green. So once that is done, you go to another room where you get equipped with your backpack, your helmet, and that's it. You don't get your heavy. blaster right away. It's heavy. It's, it's heavy, yeah. And, and you have to pull on some straps, and you have to tighten some things around your chin. And when, once that is done, they lead you into a room. And they tell you to put your visor down. And as soon as you put your visor down, you see everybody else as stormtroopers. The minute you put your hands into view, you see your hands as stormtrooper hands. Again, we're wearing nothing on our hands. Right? We, all no, we had was, right. the, was the helmet and the backpack. So, like, it, it's recognizing our hands without having any, any kind of, like, sure. glove on it of any sort. Right. So as soon as the, as the visors go on, the, whatever room we were in transformed completely into like a, like a holding elevator. cell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elevator. And th- I think the first thing it said was like, you know, find a way to open the elevator door. And there was a, to our, to what we thought we were seeing some sort of pull down lever. And Patrick went out to grab it and pulled down on it and it, it worked. And then it opened a hatch and we were asked to walk through. Now, again, we're relying solely on what we're seeing in our helmets. Right. And there was a, a little walkway over a fire pit was the first thing that we had to so do. That was so cool, and it felt warm. Yeah. So th- we get to a point where there's, there's a, you know, there's, everyone be quiet, there's blasters. And you, uh, you go and grab the blasters. And was it you? Okay, it was me. Somebody fired the blaster. Okay, to be fair, there were two things in the blaster. There was the trigger and then a secondary trigger. And as I was picking it up, my blaster went off. Mm-hmm. And it, it cued it a new sequence. Because it was, well, I guess we're not doing the quiet tact. It cued a new sequence. And we had to, like, defend ourselves and fight. So you but fight then, and you shoot. And... But then, there, okay, so we won't spoil it because it's too good to, to spoil. But right. I will say that the father and daughter we were paired with, slightly inept, oh. if, <laughs> if not po- wanting to be there. At one point, the daughter said, I'm going to run away. <laughs> She had no desire to help out to help out the Rebel Alliance. I think she was ready to switch to the dark side. Yeah. At one point, we were in a room and we were asked to do something specific, and the father daughter started doing it. That let, let me go back. The father daughter started button mashing, yes. if you would, to the point of one of the one of the robots said, "Is there anybody else in this room that can do this task?" And I was like, "Move." Meanwhile, I was over defending the yeah. room. You were doing something completely different, like yep. something had triggered something else, and you yep. were off doing your own thing. And yep, yep, yep. Um, so basically, long story short, by Too the late. time you end your 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 whole experience, it was probably 20, 30 minutes, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, you're thinking that you're going to get some sort of printout, some sort of, of battle report about how you did. And they had said, we're going to email you how you did if, if you're you curious. If you check the box. Which I did. I didn't. So after we got out of the void and left, I got an email saying like, oh, here's your, your, your wanted poster because now you're wanted in, in the... Empire, blah, blah, blah. I clicked on it and got nothing. So, like, we have no idea how we did yeah. as a team. We you have no a, idea how we did as individuals. You got a value. You got a value as to how much bounty was on your head. But we have nothing to compare a, that to. I had a bounty number, but it, was in, it wasn't yeah. even English. <laughs> it was, it was a neat language. experience. And I, there, right now, there are two, two things set up. There are the Star Wars experience and the... Um, 
Wreck-It Ralph experience, mm-hmm. which we did not do. Did but, not do. but the Void is really cool, really cool, a lot of fun. A little pricey, but a lot of fun. There are there are voids around the world. Um, they have different different uh, stories you can play. There's and one that's like about a prophet. There's one I think that's about vampires. Pay attention to the buses in Disney because there will be a code on there that if you say the code to them, you get a special photo. Yeah, we'll share that this week to show you our special photo. So after the void, we were actually we got a surge of energy from that and went oh, to we Raglan Road to right. have a drink, which was not planned because we we were going to go to the Polite Pig, but we had some time to kill and we, it was hot. And we just wanted something cool to, to drink, so we popped into Raglan Road, had a drink at the bar, um, and then went to the Polite. Our good Pig. friend Mike, our good friend. Uh, if it's not Captain Jim, what's what's Mike? Oh, Sergeant it's, uh, Mike. No, it's gonna be something with a bar. Stewardess, bar- bartender, <laughs> barkeep, Mike? barkeep, barkeep, Mike. Mike. There you go. There you go. And um, went to the Polite Pig for dinner. Yum, Polite Pig. Yum, Patrick yum, yum, was yum, very, yum, very yum. happy with it. Uh, this is a quick service option, which is which is surprising when you consider how much food you get, the quality of the food, and the quality of the drinks as well. Yeah. So we both had a, a beverage, an alcoholic beverage, yep. and I believe I had the pork shoulder, which came with like the best street corn ever. Yeah. It was so good. Uh, cornbread. You had a sandwich. And uh, we left there very happy yep. and very full. Wonderful. So then we went back, and again, another long wait for the bus. I think it took probably another half an hour to get the bus to go back to yeah. our hotel for the night. Mike wasn't willing to drive us. <clears throat> no, he wasn't. So that was basically the rest of our, our time outside of Animal Kingdom, which we'll get to um, in a second. But we did spend a day hopping parks, which I don't know if we ever have done that as so so committedly as right. we did this time. Yep. Spent some time in Hollywood Studios Epcot, Magic Kingdom. It was just a really fun day because we didn't have a lot planned outside of our set fast passes. Um, we went back to Hollywood Studios, had some tarts at Woody's Lunchbox, finally got to ride Slinky, and one of the things we picked up on was that Slinky's not just a ride. It's a really great view of Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> it's hard to not look at that yeah. when you're on the ride. Yep. Road Tower of Terrigan, got to meet Edna Mode in yeah, the new Pixar, Pixar place. place, Pixar Street, yeah, yeah. that they're calling it. Uh, did some star tours, and then we took a boat to the boardwalk and walked through the boardwalk, walked all the way to Epcot, had a quick service lunch at La Cantina de San Angel. Wonderful. Which was delightful. Yep. Great view of, of the World Showcase Lake. Great tacos, good margaritas. Got to meet Donald in Mexico. That's the thing we do every time. A test track was down the entire yeah. day. There was some weather in the area. There was, yeah. So, so they, the text, test track was down, and but we did walk past that and saw the Guardians Coaster Building that's being built. It's almost done. Almost done. Uh, the new space restaurant is set to open this fall. There's no date yet, but that is what they've been saying. We left the park and got up to go to the monorail. We could see um, the construction being done at the entrance of Epcot, which is mm-hmm. really kind of cool. We took the monorail all the way to, uh, where did we go? Magic Kingdom. Oh, we did. We go to Magic Kingdom. Did some Jungle Cruise, did the Carousel Progress, and of course, part two of our Orlando shooting trifecta. Yeah. Which would be Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Now, for those of you who don't know, Buzz Lightyear is a game where you sit down with the person next to you, and you have a little laser gun that you shoot things for, 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 for points. Yeah. And there's also a little lever in the car, which spins the car left or right, or in a circle completely. Moving on. No, we're not moving on. <laughs> if this gets cut, I, I will know. Um, no, so you, don't, you don't listen to the episode. One, you're right. At one point, uh, early on in the, in the game, uh, Miss Kate has control over the car and has it angled in such a way that I cannot hit anything. Listen, I tried Wait. to explain oh, no. to you. No, no, no. Let me finish. Uh, so I say to Kate, 
I put my hand on the knob to move the cart so I can play. And she says, no. And I said, Kate, I can't hit anything. She said, trust me. You didn't trust me. I said, I can't hit anything. Lesson learned. Trust me, she said. And I kind of like took control over the... So I just sat there. I couldn't hit... So she cheated. I did not cheat. And she won. I kept telling you, you got to aim for this. I couldn't because I was not in range because you wouldn't move the car over. It's not my fault if you can't aim. this has been a nice run. Play the music. (laughs) Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. (laughs) So we did all that. And then... We took a bus to Old Key West because we had dinner reservations in Disney Springs. And from Key West, we then took a boat to we Disney We were Springs. everywhere. We were everywhere. And then another one of my favorite moments of the entire trip, dinner at Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Great, great meal. Wonderfully casual atmosphere. Um, smaller, smaller restaurant than most, I would say. Um, I had the the fried chicken sandwich. You had braised beef again. Yeah, you think you had that like three times. Um, they they serve some of their sandwiches with their homemade barbecue chips, which they were great. Yep. The cocktails were outstanding. The dessert was the best I think of the trip. Yeah, because I had pecan pie. You had chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Busy, but didn't feel crowded. Right, like it was it was it was lively, but it didn't feel overwhelming. Yeah, it was very good. Then uh, to wrap up that night, we uh, took a bus to the boardwalk. <laughs> And, and then a boat to Hollywood, to Hollywood Studios. Uh, we got to see Cap and Jim for a while at Lightning Watched McQueen's. Kids dance on courtyard. trash cans. Yes. And then finally got to see Fantasmic, which was a must do for me, especially after uh, uh, Patrick's <laughs> surprise. Little surprise. And yeah. then we went home. We went, that, was our, that was our hopper day. That was our hopper day. And then we had Animal Kingdom. Right. Right. And Animal Kingdom was unlike anything we had seen before. It was so crowded. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we were s- there about an hour after rope drop, and we were still waiting in line yeah, to get in. Yeah, we uh, we went directly to Pandora and got breakfast there at Pongu Pongu, which we had what they call a, um, a Pongo Lumpia. <laughs> Sounds like I'm making that up. It's just a spring roll that's rolled in cream cheese um, and pineapple. It was nice. It was it was flavorful. And then we both had a different kind of margarita. Uh, to sh- to snack on, yeah, to snack on a margarita for breakfast. Um, the surprising thing of that day was that the safaris had had enormously long waits, yeah. like 70, 80, 90, 120 it, minutes. It was the Tuesday of of Fourth uh, of July week, so we it I was think we crowded. yeah we hit we hit that at a bad time. Yeah. Um, what else did we do that day? We we saw the Nemo show. We got, did get to see that. Mm-hmm. We did, did Lion King. We did see the Lion King show. We also mm-hmm. did ride Everest once. We rode Everest twice. We rode it twice. That's right. I think both times were in single rider. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, which we, is the only way to do that. We had lunch at Satuli Canteen back in Pandora, which is that always, was, oh, what a really fabulous loud. quick service that is, yeah. especially if you can get inside because it's so nicely air conditioned. Yeah. But it's very crowded because it's, it's very good food. Again, very fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their own beer that they brew um, in, the, in the theming of Pandora. We did have um, a fast pass for Pandora. We did Flight of Passage very early on, which is, again, one of our favorite rides. We didn't get to see the male-female. Um, no, we did not get to ride the Navi River Journey this time. Yeah. We just couldn't find a fast pass. I was going to look. Wait. Yeah, I, I know. I know you were. Yeah. One, of the, one of the coolest things we saw this time around was the walking character of Kevin. Oh, yeah. I thought you, uh, I thought you were going to talk about the walking character in Pandora. 
The walking. Oh, the, he, the was, he was okay. I want to call him a stormtrooper. That's not it. He was okay. He he wears the utility suit. Yeah, he was all right. The, but no, Kevin. Kevin was awesome. Yeah, they they now have Kevin just kind of wanders through the park. There's no set area for him. He if you just catch him, he's 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 willing to. Well, I'm sorry, she she's willing to to stand and let herself be petted. If you ask. If you ask nicely, and uh, as we talked about, uh, I think last time. Or no, it was this time. It was it was we talked about uh, the possibility of including her in the bird show, which right. we also saw this time around. <laughs> uh, yeah, it needs to have another update. Yeah. But Patrick also forgot to mention that when we we did stop to see not only the the person wearing the utility suit in Pandora, we stopped to see the Pandoran drummers. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And Patrick was yet again that guy <laughs> in this show. They pointed him out. And they're like, look, that guy wants to have fun. They went back to you like several times yeah, and made you clap and say things. It's like that was your role. Was, yeah, you, I was you that, were that guy. guy. I was that guy. Oh, let's see. We did we did Collie River Rapids, which was perfect on a hot day. And then we we had the pleasure of going back to Tiffin's for dinner. Right. Just a double service, double credit. So only double credit we did. Yes, that was our that was our choice for that trip. We usually do one because we just don't have enough credits. Um, what did you think? Because I've been there before, loved it. I loved it. I thought it was really good. Our waiter was great. Uh, the food was fantastic. The restaurant was not crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very enjoyable. It was a really nice evening, and, and it was so hot. It was nice to be indoors and be chill. I, I that that was a that was a nice one. I would take family back to that. We had surf and turf. We oh, had yeah. um, our waiter was just. I mean, last time I was there, same thing. The waiters are so knowledgeable and just. They know exactly when to come and ask if you're doing well. They know when to leave you alone. Um, I would take my family. I would take my family. We back. actually had the Rivers of Light package. Oh, right. And because of that, we had not only an entree, a drink, and a dessert, we also got appetizers as well. That was included. No extra charge um, outside of the tip that we would have to include. And then we also got a fast pass to the Rivers of Light We Are One service uh, which, show. Which... Was where you experienced bubbles in your face. This is where I got bubbles in my face, yes. So we we um, finished dinner and just kind of wandered around for a little bit. and uh, We did used Dinosaur, our, didn't that's we? That's right. We finally got a fast pass to Dinosaur after dinner, which probably wasn't the best idea of mine because you're, you're, you're up and down, up and down, up and down. And uh, Rivers of Light was updated as, as a new version called We Are One, which incorporated a lot more of the Disney characters right. as opposed to just animals. And it improved it, but it still is in, it, it still could use a few more updates. Yeah. And yeah, but uh, that's when I had the kid in front of me who had the bubble maker who decided to just let that thing fly. Yeah, he had no, and then it ran out of batteries, which we were all very oh, upset it was very, about. I shed a tear. Yeah. I shed a tear. That was a great day, with the exception of it being overly crowded and very warm. It's still one of my favorite parks. I love that park. Yeah. I love Animal Kingdom. I still didn't get a chance to show you Rafiki's Planet Watch. Another time? Next time. There's always a next time. So that was our trip to Disney this, this past summer. Um, we are looking to probably go, I don't know, well, not anytime a, soon. Well, there's a couple of things up in the air that they kind of have to, to land for yeah. next year, but we'll see. I uh, have some friends that are going uh, in December uh, to... That they're going to be checking out not only Star Wars, but I just heard today that uh, the Skyliners are going to be opening in September. Wow. So they'll be able to see the Skyliners as well. Wow. Along with Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. It's a great day to be alive. Yeah. So we need a question for the week, Patrick. Uh, boy. Um, well, let's see. We talked about animal care. Actually, have we done the question, like, what's your favorite park? Have we done that? We have not. 
and, 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 and don't just tell us your favorite park, but we want to know why. Yeah, you have to back up. Back it up, everybody. Back it up. As I tell my students, you have to back it up. Is that what you tell your parents? Well, your yeah. If you, if you say no, tell me why. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're allowed to say no. Just give me reasons. So tell us your favorite park. Tell us why. Tell us if you have any memories of the park yeah. that are very Which, fun. What was your favorite experience in that park? Yeah, because I would say that ours is absolutely Animal Kingdom, right? Yeah. Normally, yes. On a non-crowded day. Correct. I would say that maybe the VIP of this trip was Epcot. Oh, I would 100% agree. That was the most chill day. I think whenever we find that we have a chill day, we're, we're very grateful. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why we don't program more chill time in. But Well, Epcot was just it was not crowded, which I always appreciate. So, so again, if you're following along, let, send us your thoughts on Favorite Park. If you have a minute, get, send us a voicemail. Uh, drop us a message on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. We like to get involved with you guys. We like to be engaged. And uh, as always, thanks for tuning in and listening to Earful. We'll see you next week. Aren't you going to give your little blurb? Nah, I'm tired. Okay. Well, I'll give it for you. If you need travel Kate, help. is it? I'm a travel agent. <laughs> I'm a travel agent. Uh, so, yeah, call her, text her, tweet her, and she will plan your trip for you. I will and, be happy to help. And I'm Patrick. And I'm Kate. And this has been another episode of Earful. See you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>